conversations about yesterday's animation. Animations. Saturday morning at Cartoon Fair. Days past Tooncast. Days past Tooncast. And welcome to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. If you have young children in the room while you're listening to this, don't. <laughs> if, maybe you're listening to us for the first time. Uh-huh. Uh, if you are a listener typically of this show, you should already know. Yeah. Get the kids out. But mm-hmm. if you're new, just a warning up top, get the young ones into a safe place because it's October, we're coming up on Halloween, and things are getting frightening. A little hairy. <laughs> a little hairy. A little underarm hairy, uh-huh, yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, last episode, we talked about Scooby-Doo, and Scooby-Doo is a show that is all about fake ghosts. It's usually disgruntled businessmen, Yeah, <laughs> uh, basically, is what we got. I, yeah. I'm surprised we don't have a lot of men in masks these days uh, <laughs> with the way the economy is going. Ah! It's all about fake monsters and ghosts. Mm-hmm. And this Halloween season, Days Past Tooncast, we just want to make sure that if you're going to deal with monsters, yeah. that you get licensed, accredited monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah they got to have certifications and, and everything. Yep. Check their paperwork. Check uh-huh. their pedigree. Because there's a lot of fakes out there, and we don't want to see you get hoodwinked. We don't want to see you get hornswaggled. <laughs> we've seen it. No, we've seen it, dude. I see it every time day. After time. Yep. You hate to see it. Mm-hmm. We don't deal in fakes here on Days Past Tooncast. Not at all. And we're bringing to you today the real thing. We're bringing to you a Nicktoon. We're bringing to you a cartoon full of everything you would expect from a Nicktoon uh-huh. in the mid-90s. Gross humor. Today we are talking about... <laughs> real Monsters. The title of this show is uh, uh. Real Monsters. <laughs> it's spelled out with exclamation points in the middle of this. I mean, this last week we had Scooby-Doo, where are you? And this week we've got ah, Real Monsters. I am I am swimming in exclamation points oh, and I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the past 10 years of my life, I've turned into an exclamation whore. Yeah, yeah, a king of it. Yeah. No, oh, they oh, own whore. me. Oh, okay. I don't I don't rule them. I am at their disposal. <laughs> they can do with me what they like. The official name of this show, Ah, Real Monsters. Ah, Real Monsters. A-A-A-H-H, three exclamation points, <laughs> Real Monsters. <laughs> Did they have a boardroom meeting and emails re how many A's are going to be in this show? Uh-huh. Three exclamation points. <laughs> I, I love it. And the scream that they use in the opening theme, there's no lyrics to the thing. They don't even say Real Monsters. Uh-huh. There's just this, like, a man being flayed alive. Like, it's Hellraiser. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Real monsters. That's more than three A's and two H's. Yeah, they That's definitely they they put a little too much paprika on it. This is going to be a bit of a loose, freewheeling episode of the Days Past Tune Cast because, uh, real monsters. <laughs> Is a good, solid cartoon. Uh-huh. It's Nickelodeon. Yep. They make good shit. We watched an episode of it. I took very few notes because it was just kind of fun. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't a train wreck. It's it's what it's what you wanted it's ex- in the it's, 90s. Yeah, yeah it's what mm-hmm. I want now, I'm yeah. finding. I haven't changed. <laughs> my tastes haven't changed very much. It ran for 52 episodes, four seasons, 1994 through 1997. So it started when we were still preteens. Mm-hmm. We're about 10 years old. Yep. For me, this is the last of the canonical Nicktoons. We had the original three. 
We took away Ren and Stimpy for various reasons. Uh-huh. Rest in peace. Sub yep. in Rocco's Modern Life. Yep. And then this is probably the last one that I paid any attention to. It just barely slipped in. It was just for there. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, because first season, it's I'm I'm 10 years old. By the time of the last season, 1997, the real monsters in my life were junior high bullies yeah. and girls that didn't like me. Yeah. That, that, that was like 16 A's and 19 H's on that, <laughs> that one, was, bro. I was just screaming. I didn't uh-huh. even get to the real monsters part. <laughs> that was just blood. Yeah. I was just a screaming mouth through all of junior high. <laughs> and now you can, I mean, they're not as visible as the, certainly the Rugrats. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah. Or as Rocco's Modern Life, even certainly not as much as Ren and Stimpy. Uh, Doug doesn't get as much love. No. As he uh, should. I mean, from us, he does, but. I love it. I love yeah. Doug every day. I've been down at the altar and I say, thank you, Doug. <laughs> not not Disney Doug, but. No. no. That's not Doug. Yeah. Oh, you're That right. is the Antichrist. <laughs> that is of Doug, of the Doug <laughs> mythology. That is the false Christ uh-huh. of Dougness. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I have noticed, uh, and this is a way to tell when things have made their way through pop culture, been digested and pooped out, then uh, they get the poop. Yeah, comes I'm, goes okay, into I'm the with you. Okay, yeah, okay. it goes into the earth and it propagates new plants that then get eaten by pop culture again. Uh-huh, yeah. So we've gone through this cycle twice now. Real monsters are appearing on graphic tees at Target. Mm-hmm. That is how you know that the pop cycle has the cartoon synthesis. It's is, regurgitated is and it's back in. Yeah, because I'm seeing them on at least one shirt that has a bunch of Nicktoons. Uh-huh. So if you you might have seen them around, maybe you've watched it, maybe you've just <laughs> spotted them at your local Target. I don't well, yeah, know. once it's in Target, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep, it's, it's back in, baby. It's not even that it's cool. It's just totally mainstream. It's relevant. Yeah. It's relevant. <laughs> it's relevant as in like I gotta get my kid new shirts for school this year. <laughs> I watched this as a kid. I'll buy it for them. They uh-huh. don't. They don't know what the fuck yeah, real monsters. Yeah. Ah, real monsters are right. Did you Did you watch this one, Travis? I didn't. You didn't. Oh I man, didn't. I know. Okay, cool. I know. Well, then we don't often have this situation where one of us watched the other one didn't. Yeah, I don't remember a ton about it. I would watch it before school more than anything else. Like it would be wake up, go downstairs, eat cereal in front of the TV, and this was on Nickelodeon in the mornings. Uh-huh. I don't know what grade it would have been, but. One, what a weird show, because it's very gross. We, we've touched on this a little bit. It's a yeah. very gross show. Yeah. Uh, to eat to at all. <laughs> I mean, bugs are crawling across the screen at all moments of this show. But while, also, you're eat, while you're eating a kid cuisine? <laughs> Damn kid For cuisine. breakfast, uh-huh. too. Yes. Yeah. But also just uh, the idea of watching my one TV show before I'm taken to school yeah. is a feeling that I know I don't have that feeling anymore. I barely leave the house. I work at home. <laughs> We've been in a pandemic forever. And also, like, I can watch TV anytime, all the time. That's uh-huh. what adulthood is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. then it was like, a, ooh, I get one last taste. Like, you can jolt me in the morning into being ready for school by watching a cartoon. And I don't want to leave when the credits roll. It's a sad feeling. Uh-huh. This one's for a different day for me. My my cartoon was uh, Mighty Max. I would get that last that last drug in before yeah. bolting off was that, my, that Mighty Max, bro. One last tie off in the bathroom uh-huh. before you yeah. get taken to yeah. school. Yeah, mine was Mighty Max, dude. <laughs> well, man, Mighty Max has been on the spreadsheet for a while. Yes. We will get to it. We will yeah, get to Mighty, yeah. Max. Uh-huh. Mighty Max. What is it about? Ah, <laughs> real monsters. Mm-hmm. What are they all about? There is a monster academy underground where young monsters are taught the history of their people, uh-huh. like you know, monster history <laughs> and monster pride, and then also how to scare humans. And yep. their assignments are to go out into the world and scare humans. Uh-huh. The academy, it's a compound. It's a whole compound. It is. Lecture hall, cafeteria, library, student dorms. They all live there. <laughs> and it's just a whole stinky university under a city dump uh-huh. in New York. Yep. It, it is It is hinted at many times that they're in New York City. Yep. 
so extra stinky as I understand it. Yep, Never you, been. Right. <laughs> Me either. But what I hear from from pop culture. It's, it's it's ratty and stinky. I think there's extra rats and extra piss. Yeah. Uh-huh. Extra piss, please. Yeah. <laughs> so when someone ordered up their New York City, <laughs> they asked for this. And pizza. You got pizza extra, too. Extra rotting pizza yeah. as well. So they are already under, they're under rubbish uh-huh. and filth at all times. <laughs> and this show is, you know, we talked about on specifically Rocco's Modern Life, yeah. our episode on mm-hmm. that. How Nickelodeon really tapped into the 11-year-old boy that at the time wasn't even inside of us. He was us, you and I. Uh, yeah. And to this day is in us that it was all about slime. It was all about bodily functions. Yeah. Gross is cool. Uh-huh. If you can mix food with that, even better. Fart sounds city. Yes. Fart sounds please. city. Make, yeah. it, make it wet and squishy, please. Yeah. Seriously. The, the gak. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> gak. And how quickly, if you don't know, gak was just slime uh-huh. that was usually green that came from Nickelodeon. They sold it in stores and you would pull it out of a can. And if it ever touched a surface besides uh-huh. your hands, it would pick up so much lint and hair and become unusable. You can pull it. Make Gak sounds. Nickelodeon Gak comes in different colors, sizes, and play sets. Each sold separately. Coming soon from Mattel. I feel like in our childhood, a good three years was nothing but a solid fake fart sound. Well, there's some real ones in there, okay, too, yeah, probably. Right, but yeah, yeah certainly <laughs> in my household. Yes, this show is, I would say, peak gross. Not because they all the humor is about that. It's really not that. It's just that it, it's so casually gross about everything because they are monsters. Uh-huh. All the characters on the show <laughs> are little monster creatures. And most of them are built in such a way that they really couldn't even sustain life. You couldn't make a living being that's built this way. Uh-huh. They all have extra limbs or not enough limbs and too many eyes. And how would you fit a nervous system into something that's essentially just a clam on spider legs? <laughs> But I don't I don't want to know really. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need an explanation. Yeah, just get it done. In the first 30 seconds, a monster is eating garbage and burps right in your uh-huh. face. I mean yeah, that's yeah. low level. Yeah. Shit. And it's pretty sharp too. You can you can almost smell it. <laughs> well, he's eating it. garbage. Uh-huh. So yeah. 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 I, there was some odor to it. Yeah. But at all times, bugs are randomly crawling across the scenes. Like they must have just had a cockroach guy <laughs> animating that just alone. Like coming in at the last pass, just saying, okay, now add the bug layer. Here we go. Uh, need, real monsters. We need armpit hair. Yes. Now stat. One monster with a pencil for a head writes on the palm of its hand, tears its own skin off and passes it around like paper. Uh I don't know why that extra grosses me out more than some (laughs) of this other shit. But the biggest, like the second I knew, okay, we're, we're in Nicktown. Yeah. A monster laughs so hard that he shoots liquid out of three orifices on his head. Uh And then the monster right next to him licks up that liquid. Yeah. These are not main characters. This is not a major joke. This is just the camera panning. This is how casual gross this show is. Peak casual gross. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's also very cute. As ugly as these characters are, a lot of these Nicktoon shows, especially like Rugrats. Oh, man. Love ugly, it. cute, adorable. But not, not afraid to show a booger or two, you know? I mean, why would you be? Yeah, seriously. That's the least of your concern. <laughs> no, they're, I mean, they haven't been because they. this show came out in 94. Nicktoons has been running since 91. They've had three years to pave the way uh-huh. for boogers yeah. and teeth falling out yeah. and stinky armpits that make a Nicktoon a Nicktoon. Mm-hmm. Rocco's modern life crawled so that ah, real monsters <laughs> could run, could fart a burp. <laughs> <laughs> And with all of this casual grossness also mixed with cuteness, you know that means that it is a Klasky Supo production. The same creators of Rugrats, the same animation studio created this. 
technically created by Gabor Supo, who we talked about on our Rugrats episode, yep. and writer Peter Gaffney. He worked on Married with Children. He worked on Clarissa Explains It All. And he worked on Beavis and Butthead. This guy is the 90s Shakespeare. <laughs> Legend. Yes. But Arlene Klasky, the Klasky in Klasky Ksupo, yep. these are hard words for me to say. Yeah, they are. No, I'm, I want to hit the, on to the lightest C in the Ksupo. Ksupo, uh-huh. because that's how it's spelled. <laughs> Arlene Klasky, who had been married to Gabor Ksupo and was the other producer, she was involved in the creation of this as well. She just doesn't get the created by credit for some reason. We talked about on the Rugrats episode how their relationship, sadly, their marriage did not survive the production of Rugrats. Uh. I'm not blaming Rugrats. <laughs> Don't blame the children. But, you, but you're not not blaming I, I mean, either. who knows? Uh-huh. Because they went from being a smaller company to a much bigger company with a lot more responsibilities in that time. By the time this show was being put out, they were divorced. Apparently amicably. I was looking for some dirt. I wanted uh. to scare up some dirt. <laughs> According to interviews, at least, they continued to get along and be partners creatively because they continued to make shows. Yeah, they made a juggernaut. Yeah, and they yeah. just kept, they found a way to work work through that. Mm-hmm. And they had kids. So I, I mean, hopefully, sounds like they continued to co-parent. And no, the kids are ruined. I read somewhere the kids. Well, they're all lumpy and gross, just like the Rugrats kids. And that's, they were ruined from the start. They were underbaked. Klasky Supo, the couple, have said in interviews that their children, their boys, loved to be scared and grossed out by bugs. And that's what inspired this show. Ah, uh-huh. real monsters. And yeah, I mean, I, I dig that. That's pretty accurate to the little boy experience. Uh-huh. That's pretty much exactly what Nickelodeon has been peddling for the past three years at this point. Yep. I liked bugs to an extent. I liked the idea of them. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to deal with them. <laughs> I liked right? them from a distance. Yeah. yeah. It's all fun and games till a cockroach gets inside your house or room. Heavens forbid in your room. Yeah. I don't. I mean, and they're all over this fucking cartoon show. They're <laughs> they're like the, the fourth lead character. Uh-huh. Cockroaches crawling across everything. Are, are bugs a young man's game? Or no? Would you say that that's... Uh, I'm going to say bugs aren't a game. Oh, They're serious oh, fucking ser- business. Ser- I got right. wasps in the back right now. Oh, shit. It's and they're serious. <laughs> no, no, no. Not bees in the wall. Oh. That's different. Oh. I got wasps out back. Oh, this is serious. Or okay. hornets. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So bugs are serious. Yeah. Not a game. Okay. <laughs> and for any age. Don't ever bring it up again on no, this podcast. No, don't. Don't bring them up unless you mean business. <laughs> We watched the premiere episode of E. No, that's an E. That's not an A. Uh. <laughs> e H H H. That would be like eh, Real Monsters. Eh. Ah, Real Monsters. How about this? Uh huh. <laughs> ah, Real Monsters. Hell yeah, on the nose. We watched the premiere episode of it. It was originally broadcast October 29th, 1994. And before we dig into the episode and all the characters and all that that uh, ooey gooey good stuff, yeah. <laughs> We got to take a look at the world as it was in October 1994. And of course, Travis, you and I both know what exactly that means. Oh, 100%. That means it's time for... Days past, two and cast blast from the days past. Days past, two and cast blast from the days past. Days past, two and cast blast from the days past. Days past, two and cast blast from the days past. 1994, it was a big year for both of us. It was. No, actually, not for you, because you did not turn double digits that year. You turned double digits at the end of 1993. (laughs) Big year for me, though. (laughs) I turned 10. It was also, Uh horror-wise, film-wise, slashers were 
out, really. Like mm-hmm. the Halloweens and the Nightmare on Elm Streets and the Friday the 13th, they they were, were still up. coming out. Well, they were, yeah, they were done. <laughs> times, hashtag times up for them yeah. at the time, for the most part. They're still putting movies out, but like more and more, they were kind of like, people are like, are we still doing this? Uh-huh. Come on. So <laughs> tell me, what was scaring people at the theater in 1994? Well, I got some classic movies that dropped in 1994 with monsters and well, scary people in them. <laughs> uh, interview with the Vampire. Vampires are monsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that checks the box, Just right? Just because they're sexy doesn't mean they're not monsters. And boy, a lot, lot of sexiness going on in that one. Yeah. There's a Tommy Cruise. Uh-huh. Who else is in that? Uh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> How did I forget? There are a couple sex pots. <laughs> Couple of sex pots that are vampires. <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. Well, that's what vampires are naturally. You're right. Have you seen it? I have not seen it, and I haven't even like read a transcript <laughs> of the interview, so I don't know what he had to say. Uh, if you can have an interview with a being, uh-huh. <laughs> is it a monster? Can you call something a monster if it's played by Brad Pitt? Very true. Um, Robert De Niro was in this. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. That's right. 1994. And that's, that's, he's the monster of all monsters, right? <laughs> is he? Is that how we I define so. De Niro? No, no, no. <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. He, he is quite a monster, although really kind of like the monsters and ah, real monsters. Uh huh. He's just, He's just a person trying to make his way through the world. That oh. that Frankenstein's monster. He didn't ask to be born. He no, didn't you're get, right. He wasn't asked to be put together like that. You're right. That's not his fault. That's the OG, if you will. He might be the most iconic. Yeah, you're I right. mean, big green guy, shit in his neck, uh-huh. flat top, <laughs> ill-fitting <laughs> sports jacket. That's a monster. You're right. And speaking of iconic, uh, Freddy Krueger. New nightmare. I like that one. And it's another case where it's like I I know he's he does monstrous things. Yeah. He's a bad boy, uh-huh. this, this Freddy, but... <laughs> He's not a good boy. Is he a monster? If the guy has a first and last name, <laughs> is he a monster? Or is he just... like he, has a, he was a man at one point. I don't know. He does monstrous things. He's a child killer, and he's now a ghost that haunts your dreams and your nightmares. So <laughs> he is a monster, but I just... I guess I just want to call attention. We've talked about, of course, every Halloween, we talk about the fluidity of the term ghost. Perhaps we should also be looking at the fluidity of the term monster. Mm. I saw this one in the movie theater, Will. Uh, Wolf with Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Why is it that we both saw this in the theater? We were 10 years old. I know. This is a movie about sex more than werewolves. Totally with you. So my sister, I think she went went on a date with this boy. And so my my parents made me go with them as like the- (laughs) To act as a sex buffer to protect (laughs) your sister. (laughs) Uh, I believe I went with my mom and her friend. Is that a rated R film? It has to be, right? Because it's Jack Nicholson's sexuality on screen anytime uh-huh. should be rated R. <laughs> like that guy just on screen is rated R automatically. And then Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, yeah. Sex cat. The cat woman herself. Yeah. yeah. Both of them together. That's an X rating. No uh-huh. one should be in that That's in funny. That theater. You and me both saw this. In the theater. Hilarious. All right. Uh, right down the line. Uh, Leprechaun 2. I have not seen any of those movies. Not even the first one with uh, Jennifer Aniston, huh? <laughs> no, she didn't lure me into watching a... <laughs> The first Leprechaun. I mean, those are those are a lot. There's there's a spectrum of like class and, uh-huh. and quality when it comes to horror, and yeah. 
all I need from a horror movie, all I all I require is like one of three things: that it is actually scary, that it's well made, or that it's funny. And I bet Leprechaun is funny, so I I, I that doesn't mean I won't watch it. But even seeing it at the store the video store back in the day, I would be scared of the leprechaun on the video cover, but something about it told me like, I'm not going to believe that that's real. I'm uh-huh. not going to be sucked into the world of the <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> this little, it's just a little man who happens to be very ugly, right? I mean, I know he's, I know he's supposed to be a monster, uh-huh. but I'm just saying as far as what his appearance is, <laughs> he's just a little ugly dude. A little ugly dude monster. I... I don't know. I've met some ugly little dudes in my life. I wouldn't consider them monsters, but I don't know. I, I have not seen that one. Well, no. We're just going to agree or disagree, Will. Okay. okay. I mean, have you seen those? I saw the first one. Okay. So yeah. only the, the classic. Only the classic. You're a purist when uh-huh. it comes to Leprechaun. <laughs> Got it. Yes. <laughs> only the original, the director's pure vision of uh-huh. a small, ugly man yep. who may or may not be protecting his gold. Is yes. That, is I, that, be- I think so. And yes. Jeff Aniston happened to stumble on his gold. I believe so. It, listen, I, I watched that a long time ago. Lucky Charms. Were uh, they involved? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, trying, that was there. Yeah, that was there. The cereal many, was there. How many red balloons were there in, in rainbows and gold stars? <laughs> <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, uh, last but not least, this man holds a special spot on the day's past Tooncast. Hellbound with Chuck Norris. What happens? Prove to me that there's a reason to bring this up, you two jerk. Chicago, <laughs> two Chi-Town cops, uh, Chuck Norris and Calvin Levels, investigate a murder... <laughs> Calvin Levels. Calvin Levels. That's his name. Investigate a murder until they encounter an ancient demon. Uh, so, hey, that demons are monsters. Good to me. That's uh-huh. just unquestionable. Demons are monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Who better to protect us from the infernal forces than a guy with a mean karate chop and some cowboy boots? 1994. That seems like something that should have happened in 1987. <laughs> You're right. You're <laughs> like right. that seems he must have really been at the end of his rope uh-huh. at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's right before Walker, Texas Ranger, oh, okay. started he, he, rocking his world. Then the paycheck started rolling uh-huh. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a scary year. There's a uh-huh. lot of monsters around in the theater. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this has been your very spooky. Days past, Tooncast blast from the days past. All right, belly up to the bar, you son of a bitch. I'm it's here. time to talk about some horror. <laughs> some, some, <laughs> Ew! real, real monsters. monsters. Specifically, the premiere episode. Uh huh. Now, the premiere episode of ah, Real Monsters is unlike most of the episodes. Ah, Real Monsters, <laughs> I have to say the title every time, usually is a two-story per episode show, much like most of the Nicktoons, where like you got an A story, last 10, 12 minutes, got another one after that. You get a two-shot. This one being the premiere, it's just one big long story. Uh-huh. This one called The Switching Hour. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's good. You'll find out why. Uh, to get into this, we got to start talking about the characters on the show. Because we've talked about how they're monsters. They're real. Ah, they're real. <laughs> one of the main monsters, maybe the one, I think of him as the main character, but I think it's just because it's easy to make the most like normal looking one the main guy in a kid's brain. Yeah, right. Ickis. He is a small red maroonish colored kind of rabbit looking guy. Uh, he's, he's evil bunny. He's the, yes, he's the least ugly of any of the characters. I mean, there's not much that would tell you that he's a monster. Yeah. All the monsters have some kind of specialty, some kind of power that they draw on to go scare people. His is to grow really big, and I guess his eyes turn red, which, Uh I mean, that's... 
I don't know. It doesn't seem like he, the, I, the, the little Wikipedia entry that I read is like, little do they know that he's one of the most fearsome monsters when he really goes for it. And Once I'm like, he activates. And I'm just like, I don't, he just gets big. It's not that big a deal. It's really not a problem. <laughs> and he gets mistaken for a bunny many times on the show. So that, that should tell you how cute he is. Ickes is just, he's just very neurotic and scared. It is, uh, he's always a worrywart. Whenever they're hatching their schemes, he's the first one to get scared. I don't think I'll be able to go. I had some bad pencils for lunch and they're sitting in my stomach like lead. He has self-confidence issues about his ability to scare, his ability to stand up to people. Seems like his anxieties come from the fact that his father, who is named Slickus, sounds like he's like a gambler or a, a uh-huh. smooth talker, a con man. He is a famous scarer of humans. He is a big time scarer, a legendary scare man uh-huh. in, in the monster community. So that makes Ickis like the Jaden Smith of the monster community. Okay. Like he's not as charismatic as his dad, uh-huh. not showing as much talent as his but dad. But he'll get there. One day, maybe he'll get some spotlights and then disappear. <laughs> if that's if we're gonna hold to that, yeah, okay. He gets caught eating garbage in a trash can by a little kid, a little human named Nikki, who gets interrupted by his older brother Jake. We mention them because they're gonna figure into the plot of this episode majorly. Ickes gets caught. He doesn't even scare the kid like on purpose. He gets scared. He burps in the kid's face. Of course, the Snicktoons, uh-huh. and runs off. <laughs> Nikki has seen a monster. Jake is a big jerk and doesn't believe him. Yep. <laughs> That's all you need to know about their relationship. Uh-huh, yeah, Little Nikki's scared. Explains and, it all. Yeah, Clarissa explains it all. She never did all the way, but... <laughs> you never let her finish. <laughs> Ickes makes it back to the Monster Academy beneath the dump and meets up with the two other main characters on this show, the two other main monsters. Yep. We have Oblina, who, if you want a description of how she looks... Beetlejuice candy cane. Yeah. Yeah, no, you nailed it. Yeah. Simple as that. All you got to know, with eye stalks, like an insect. <laughs> she is the Hermione of this gang Ooh. of students. Yeah, she's okay. smart. She's a rule follower. She's a hard worker. Comes from a wealthy family. Seems that these other two don't so much. I don't know. I, I, wealth, by the way, in the... I was going to say, I don't know what wealthy would be in Monster World, but I do know. Toenails. Uh. That's their currency. That is just, they must have just had one 10-year-old boy on the writing staff. Uh. So she comes from a very, uh, she comes from a toenail-heavy family. It takes more than 15 men to scare me. 15? Excuse me, but there were six. Two wore short pants and none of them shaved. As appealing as that sounds, I think we'll be finding our own way out. Thank you very much. She's the most hardcore, I'm going to say. She's the one that I think would be... She should have her own horror series, mm-hmm. probably, because she will pull her organs out to scare you. And this that reminds me of Beetlejuice, where it's like, hey, my body is my prop. I'm going to uh-huh. be a weirdo, <laughs> and you're going to be grossed out by it. But her other thing, and this is actually a bit like old Freddy Krueger's, she can cause nightmares by sticking her finger in your ear and tickling your brain. That's dangerous. That's, no, that's, that's, that's too dangerous. much power for one young monster to wield. You're right. Yeah, that's a little bit. <laughs> I'm right. We should we should write them about this <laughs> or her and say, please don't abuse your power. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we have Crumb, K-R-U-M-M, the one monster that I want to hang out with oh, yeah, on the show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Much as I enjoy all of them, uh-huh. <laughs> Crumb is just a solid dude. 
He is the guy at your job that you always mean to hang out with. You never get to. You guys occasionally talk about going out after work, and you totally mean it. Uh-huh. And it just doesn't work out, and he is never <laughs> mad at you. Never. For it. You yeah. feel a little sad about it. You feel uh-huh. like maybe he should be a little mad about it, but he never raises a complaint, and he just is a buddy to the end. He loves to eat. If there's going to be like an eater on the show, you yeah. know, there's always got to be one in the 90s. Well, f- yeah, food is cool. Yeah. Hunger but food is cool. also is anything from like chips to the bag that contains the chips to oh. gar- other garbage. Like yeah. he'll eat anything. Yeah, he's Slimer-esque. His power, underarm odor. And I'm going to say there's a lot of teenage boys out there with the same power. Oh. <laughs> ah, real monsters. Crumb is just a little stinky, smelly guy, and he loves it that way. They're going to wish they were born without noses. <laughs> and his uh, main scaring power is his incredible odor, which he uh, emanates through his little hairy armpits here. So Crumb is a lovable shit pig. His dad works as a mold farmer, not as a scaring guy. He farms mold. Blue collar. I like it. Exactly. He comes from a blue collar background. So apparently you have career choices as a monster. You don't have to scare people. Uh-huh. And his dad, okay, we, we skipped over the biggest thing about Crumb intentionally. Yeah. These are all great character designs. He's the best. He's just kind of a pink blob guy with big blue lips, but his eyes are not connected to his body. Uh-huh. His eyes are free range <laughs> held in his hands, usually over his head, like they're eye stalks, but those are his arms. Yep. And he can throw them around, juggle them, always playing with them. Hey, I got one. My very own eyes have a ball. <laughs> I love Crumb. He is my hang from this show. Uh-huh. They are all reporting for class. And guess what? It's Halloween. It is Halloween. We're talking October, Halloween, Days Past Tooncast. It's all coming together. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Halloween is pretty much St. Patty's Day meets Christmas, but for monsters. Like, oh, yeah. it's about monster pride, yep. but it's also the best day of the year. Yep. For people who like to scare. Oh, for sure. Monsters. Yeah. They are meeting up in the big lecture hall, and this is you get a whole bunch of good sight gags of grossness. Just it's a boy's dream. <laughs> a, a, a stinky boy's dream, I'll say. Cockroaches galore. Oh man, just cockroaches crawling out of every orifice. And they're joined by kind of the antagonist of the show. Uh-huh. He's also one of the best fucking things about oh, yeah. it. <laughs> the Grumble. The Grumble. Their professor. Yep. The Gromble. Uh-huh. This guy is, someone just went nuts. They said, do whatever you want, both on the voice side and on the design side. Uh-huh. Take elements of Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, yes. and roll it into something Absolutely. beautiful. Yeah. This guy is a Fox News nightmare. <laughs> they would not know what to do with him. He is seems to be a male-identifying character. Uh-huh. He's a monster. Yep. He's kind of a centaur build because it's like a head and a torso that are attached to a four-legged body. Right. But it's all contiguous. It's not like he's part this and part this. Each of his four feet has a red high heel. Yes. He's wearing a lot of lipstick, and he's educated. Yeah. So he is dangerous. I would say that he is, <laughs> quote-unquote, dangerous. Uh, I love him. He is so great. Every sentence that he says is a trap. Uh-huh. He's so melodic, and I love talking about how to scare people. Now, you all know tonight will be your first Halloween, a night of mischief, a night of mayhem, a night of total terror. Quiet! He will just lure you in with this beautiful, melodious voice Uh and then scream at you and berate you. I love the character. He's so great. Oh, man, he is just so much fun. I could listen to him all fucking day. (laughs) He wants to check on these monster students' homework. 
Yep. And homework and the Monster Academy is scaring people. Uh-huh, yep. Now, what would you do? You show up, you say, hey, I wrote a report on how I scared a person. No, because you could fake that. Uh-huh. Easy. <laughs> they have a machine that looks like an electric chair, basically. There's a metal colander whatever that goes on your head. There's always, yeah, yes. that's always the thing. And it projects memories like a home movie onto the screen of the scare that you had. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's how you show you did your work. He has people show their work. He is not happy with how they have been scaring. So he bans them from going out on Halloween. They're all stuck going to be in their doors. I mean, that's like canceling Christmas. Exactly. These guys. Could you say as a headmaster of a fancy out in the middle of nowhere in English countryside boys academy uh-huh. say, oh, you know what? Because you guys didn't do well enough on your midterms. You can't go home for Christmas or Christmas is canceled. Yeah. Well, in Monsterland. Heavy. Yeah. That's you what can. happens, dude. You got to scare, bro. Yeah. He says you ain't going out for Halloween. Yeah. And. The monsters, they're not happy. But monsters being monsters, everybody is looking for a way to sneak out past the grumble, past his, uh, he's got some muscle yeah. that he uses to watch <laughs> over people. They're going to sneak out anyway, and that is true of our main characters as well, because they want to get out there and they want to scare kids on Halloween. That is their their right, yeah. their heritage yeah. as monsters. Their demon-given right. Demons, I think as a kid... I think I thought of demons. Uh-huh. I, I, we, I didn't live in a religious household, so the idea of demons, like in a biblical sense, did not enter into it. Yeah. But monsters seemed like an actual, they were something, right? Because uh-huh. like, I, we talk about like, there's a monster in my closet. There's a monster under the bed. Did you have those kinds of fears? For sure. Oh, yeah. But did you have an idea of what they looked like? Or was it an abstract thing? Like, I just know that there's something in there and I don't like it. Yeah, on on par with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be whatever show I just watched. Okay, and there you go. I would I would mimic that. There you go. Yeah, I know I had those. I was more likely to be afraid of aliens because uh-huh. I read a lot of aliens. Aliens were my monsters, and uh-huh. technically, aliens are monsters, <laughs> right? But if I know that there were monsters that were getting homework and having to sit in class and get yelled at by a teacher, I probably would have had a little more sympathy for uh-huh. them. Like, be like, you can get out here and scare me, man. It's fine. Like, well. <laughs> We can do this. I get it. Like, if I could feel for them, but an alien I couldn't feel for. I just knew if I just laid perfectly still under the covers, their high levels of technology could not sense me. Uh It was T-Rex rules from Jurassic Park (laughs) when it came to the aliens, and that was the biggest thing for me. Right. Monsters scary, aliens more scary. And the, ah, real monsters... Sneak out on Halloween. They're yeah. successful. They get out, and they're the only ones that are successfully yeah. sneaking out or <laughs> even trying to, ultimately. We run into immediately this old... This happens anytime that there are monsters in Halloween. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the old, somebody mistakes actual monsters for trick-or-treaters on Halloween gag. That's going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's as old as time, man. Have you ever seen a costume on Halloween so convincing that you think it might be an, ah, real monster? I don't mean like somebody who really looks like uh, they dressed up like a park ranger and you believe that. Like that's, that doesn't count. <laughs> like, like a cop, yeah. Where you you see someone and they dress up and they look like a real monster. Like they, they scare you. Not at all. Okay. So why is the reverse that a real monster showing up who is clearly made out of not normal skin uh-huh. and bones? Somebody is a gelatinous blob carrying two eyeballs. And the kids that see them are just like, hey, cool costume. If you guys, if you see on Halloween, it's coming up. If you see something that resembles an ah real monster. Yeah, and you can't figure out how their legs are moving like that. Get the torch and go to town on them. 
burn them because it's it's time that we take back Halloween. Yep. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You're Humans right. want a Halloween too. Yeah. First, do the Scooby Doo. Try to rip their their <laughs> mask right. off. Yes. Do check if it's a businessman. And then then burn them. And then fuck them up. Then burn them. Yeah. Yeah. They see that the kids are, are trick or treating, and I guess somehow they know about Halloween, but they don't know human traditions of uh. Halloween. So when they hear <laughs> trick or treat, they see the kids trick or treating. They mishear it as pick your meat and also prick your feet. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, pick your meat. You hear that all the time at the deli, but prick your feet. They don't even say that at the podiatrist. <laughs> oh. uh, but they know, hey, we can go get cool shit. I get why they're just they're immediately distracted from scaring anybody. They meet kids and don't try to scare them. Uh-huh. And then they That's just say, mission, yeah. let's trick or treat. The house that they go to is one of those houses where the couple is giving out pennies. Did you ever have that where you, it's like they give you something that's a non-candy treat? I, I think I, I think I had the uh, the toothpaste and, and uh, toothbrush oh, gag, but, but I don't know if I'm getting that from a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's blending in with my reality. I don't I don't know for sure. I'm catching whatever you have because I'm now wondering. <laughs> I did I did have dental work done today, and I my dentist did say, uh, "Will just say ah, real monsters for me, real quick." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that might happen too. But I, I'm pretty sure we had the like, if it wasn't pennies, it was coinage uh-huh. at some point. And then, or like, you know, an apple or something where it's like, oh, well, that seems more expensive, more cost prohibitive yeah, than buying right. a bunch of candy. But like, why are you trying to moralize on Halloween? Just don't even participate uh-huh. if you're going to do that. This couple is giving out Just pennies. Just turn your damn lights out. Seriously, yeah. They're giving out pennies. That's what they give the real monsters. The, yep. Ah, real monsters. Uh-huh. But once they see how good they look in their quote-unquote costumes, they say, finally, some kids with imagination then bring out some candy. Mm-hmm. So this couple has a tiered treat system yeah. <laughs> in their household where if kids earn it, I will give them candy. Otherwise, it's pennies, uh-huh. literally pennies for them. <laughs> and that's what they do. They give them the pennies, and the monsters eat the pennies. Uh-huh. That's what monsters do. They're gross. <laughs> And pennies are the grossest coin. Oh, they are. They got to be the dirtiest money. Oh, they smell the worst. Because if any money's getting thrown away, pennies, it's pennies. Dude. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you'll sweep a penny and be like, oh, fuck it. I'm not touching that. The amount of pennies I've sent to their death. <laughs> they'll haunt me. I'll, I'll pay for it in, in the afterlife. Oh, yeah, you will. So these monsters are having a great time on Halloween. So a mo- great. A monster mash bash, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. They're having, it was a graveyard smash, <laughs> and they end up at a Halloween bash, uh-huh. a Halloween party, where young Nikki, who saw Ickis at the beginning of the episode, happens to be partying as well. Yep. As a kid, I never went to a Halloween party. I don't even remember kids having Halloween parties because you're supposed to be out there getting candy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Trick yeah. or treating. Yeah. I think there's a sweet spot there when you're like a a tween, you know, yeah. where, where you might, you're you're too old to go trick or treating, but you want to go talk to a girl. I think there's a sweet spot there, but I, me too. I, I was I was with you on that. I was, I was busy getting them candies. Well, and now that continues to this day. It's uh-huh. like parties are, st- I don't trick or treat now. Part, a Halloween party is <laughs> an appropriate should, thing to go to as an adult. <laughs> there comes a point where you should cross over into that, uh-huh, you know, yeah. and that, but like as a, as a kid, uh, assuming uh, what Nikki's age is, seems to be grade school. Yeah. Why would you go to a party? That sucks. Uh-huh, want to yeah. get out there, get that candy, get home. <laughs> get that candy. Get that candy boy. and get home, start eating it. Uh, they're at the Halloween party. The monsters end up scaring the kids on accident at uh-huh. this party. It's right. not even, a, I mean, they're, they, they need to just buckle down and focus for these next few years at Monster Academy, and then they can party all they want to, but they really need to get better at this because uh-huh. they're doing it on accident all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the kids go running out. Nikki's big brother, Jake, and his buddies, who I'm going to guess junior high age, because uh-huh. like that's the worst bullying age, I <laughs> oh, feel like. Yeah. It's just everybody's got their first taste of testosterone, and 
God, you just got to visit that horniness on somebody through anger. That's what's happening. Either you got to be, you got to go home and be horny in private, or you just got to be, fuck you kids. Oh, man. Do it. Fuck middle school. Oh, dude, it's the worst. It's absolutely the worst. that school, man. If I could get rid of a three-year period in my life, it would be that one right there. Preach. Well, these guys are ambushing the little kids when they run out of the party. Eggs. Toilet paper, uh-huh. water balloons. <laughs> they're they're all about tricks. Yep. They don't want any treats. Yeah, no treats. Their treat is the terror on these kids' faces. I never played tricks. I, I think, you know what? I never toilet papered a house, uh, Halloween or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I never played a trick on Halloween. I never had to resort to a trick because they gave me treats. Uh-huh. I didn't have to give. <laughs> the threat was never followed through on. They always believed me. Oh, ashamed to say, Will. Oh, here we go. I've tricked. <laughs> Tell but, me something but, I don't know, right? But not not on Halloween, though. I definitely egged a house outside of Halloween. Travis, I know that's the one night you might be okay to do it. Is <laughs> Halloween? <laughs> well, what did this person do to deserve an egging? I don't even know. They were strangers. Yeah. Okay. Probably so. Yeah. I'm a piece of shit. Hey, man. You know what? I know. I know that you listen to. New metal. So I, I, you, dude, you know what I was I can going assume through. this. Yeah, yeah I can you know assume you were dealing through. with. I hear, I hear you, bud. <laughs> I tricked. I, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm I not do. mad. Uh-huh. I'm just disappointed. Oh, the worst. But also, not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know the cut of my jib, dude. Not surprised at not all. Not surprised. Yeah. And in all the chaos of this trick ambush, yeah. all the eggs flying, the toilet paper streaming through the air, uh-huh. this is when Ickis and Nikki. Get mixed up because Nikki, having seen Ickis, he's dressed up as Ickis. Yeah. Which is a big no-no. That's a bad thing for the monster community. Uh-huh. They're trying to stay underground, unseen. <laughs> and you've got some kid out there dressed up like one of your own monsters. They get mixed up. Baby, it's the switching hour. It, it is the You're right. It we is just the switching switched. hour. It's yeah. a switch em up. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. classic switch em up. <laughs> Nikki goes with the monsters. They take him. He's passed out probably because he got scared. They take him back to the academy thinking he's Ickes. They don't even recognize this human. He's dressed up so well, I guess. Or maybe it's just the chaos. Yeah. Yeah, They're distracted. Right. And then Ickes gets brought home by Jake to his own mother who doesn't recognize that this is not her son (laughs) in a costume. This is, ah, a real monster. Uh Uh-huh. And the gags start coming. Oh, all day. Ickes, as Nikki, gets thrown into detention because when they ask him to do a report on his home conditions, he talks about how gross it is and how there's trash everywhere. And and he mentions something about, like, car parts Uh because it is a a garbage. But the— Here's the thing. The kids are eating it up. Like this right. guy, if he's at the improv, then he is getting an SNL offer uh-huh. based off of this set. He's just trying to report on where he actually lives. Yeah, a fucking monster truthful. academy. Yeah, being a truthful monster. monster. <laughs> <laughs> but then the teacher takes him to the principal's office. She doesn't say, are you okay? Is everything at home okay? Are yeah, like, you having this, a stroke right now? Or, or are you being, Are you? do you live in a fucking terrible home? Uh-huh, right. Like if a kid is reporting on this with such earnestness, don't. <laughs> take him to the principal's office to get him in trouble or detention. Uh-huh. That's where she takes him. Meanwhile, Nikki as Ickis and it, Nickus. Mean- <laughs> we'll call him Nickus. Nickus. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nickus wakes up. The monsters do recognize, the friends do recognize that he is not in fact Ickis, but he has to live a day in the shoes of Ickis, a monster at the Monster Academy. Uh-huh. And does better than Ickis has been doing oh, at school. Oh, yeah. G- gives Ickis some street cred, really. Yeah, like yeah. he he remembers how he accidentally scared a cat when they plug him into the machine. And uh-huh. I don't know. I don't think you should have. Here's the thing. Cats, kind of easily scared. 
yeah, scaredy yeah. cats. Oh, they get spooked. So why the Gromble, his teacher, accepts that as an assignment well done, uh-huh. this memory of scaring a cat? I guess he's just trying to throw Ickes a bone because usually he's not that great a student. Nikki, I think, judging how his brother treats him when he's at home, uh-huh. maybe he should just join the monster world. He should have just stayed there. Yeah, I mean, Ickes is sure. having a terrible time in human world, but oh, yeah. I think Nikki maybe should have been a monster. Uh-huh. He should... <laughs> He should just switch over. <laughs> yeah. But the mo- he's scared as shit, though, because he's surrounded by monstrosities. Ah, real monstrosities. Uh-huh. And so the monsters take him back home where Ickes is being confronted by his older brother and his bully friends. Uh-huh. Ickes finally gets mad enough to stand up for himself. Goes to the next level. Yeah. Yep. He, he pulls out that monster power uh-huh. <laughs> and gets real big. Yeah. And screams. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I, it is scary. Like, you would be scared to see this, but yeah. I just don't. Oblina shows you her fucking intestines. Oh, yeah. yeah she yeah. makes you have nightmares. Crumb is carrying his own eyes in his hands, and all this little bunny does is just get, get big and get yep. mad. But it does scare the shit out of the big brother. And then quickly, Ickes switches places with Nikki, and everybody goes back where they should be. Yeah. Think of the brother, what he's experienced. This big brother, Jake, he's a bully. I understand that. He has been with his brother, who he assumes is his brother. It's actually Ickes. His brother, he thinks, grows very big and screams him into oblivion. Uh-huh. Then, <laughs> when he comes back, I'm sure, with his mom to say, oh, he's a monster now. No one's going to believe him because now Nikki is back. This guy has been through a trauma and no one will believe him ever uh. of what he's seen. <laughs> he's already a fucking bully. You know how bad this guy's going to get by the time he reaches college age? This man's entering the prison system. Oh, yeah. Thanks to this whole ordeal. So Te- Teardrop city, baby. Yeah. Keep an eye out for zippers on really good costumes. Anything that tells you if it's a real costume or not. <laughs> if it's an ah, real costume, great. If not, you need to make sure your kid doesn't switch to that uh-huh. real monster. <laughs> Thank you for ah, joining us today on the Days Past Tunecast to talk about ah, real monsters. We had a ah, really great time talking about the show. And if you want to help us have an even better time this Halloween season, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, and leave a written review. Follow us on there. All these things help us show up on more people's apps, and that means more listens. It's great. Uh, be sure to check out our Twitter and Instagram at DPTuneCast and our website, DPTuneCast.com. Go over there. Check it out. 100 strong. Get over there and then get back here next week for the next episode. We're wrapping up October, wrapping up the Halloween season, celebrating Halloween. If you got a problem on Halloween, these are the guys you're going to call. We're talking about them next week. They have a new movie finally coming out. It's another one that's been just pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. They filmed in 2014, probably. Yeah, exactly. It's been in the can for a a couple years, I think, now. Who knows? But we're so excited to return to some old, old pals of ours. Ghostbusters! We will be talking about the Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters? Sure. How about... The Extreme Ghostbusters. Yeah, absolutely. Both of them. Want to know what we're talking about? Get back here. In the meantime, hit up the spirit store, grab some candy at the grocery store, and tutor my duder. <laughs> Listen to Will. Tutor my duder. Hey, man, that's always good advice. Always, dude. No, it's not. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
let's try to start putting deodorant on when you go home. Okay, just go talk to your parents. That was the birds and bees of body odor. A body odor. Listen, shout out to Miss Puff because she she spurred deodorant. Miss Puff. Miss Puff. That was her name. Shout out. Does she own a vape store <laughs> on a, in a strip mall now? Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Puff. <laughs>